at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. All right, so I'm sure you've been hearing all morning around uh, the return of students back to a school, particularly grade one learners, and how that has been going on. Uh, both Kathy and my colleague as well, Sakina, touched on that a lot. But we didn't touch on is a court application that was brought forward by Basic Education on thir- I beg your pardon, by Equal Education on Thursday, asking that the court demand that Basic Education feeds the children that it had. Um, Honored, had at least uh, committed to feeding and had stopped since the lockdown. Now, basic education, they join us on the line to just tell us exactly where that court application. Ugh, I keep saying basic education, I beg your pardon, equal education. They join us on the line to just give us a sense of where that uh, court application is at the moment and what that means based on what we heard yesterday. So what we heard yesterday from Minister of Basic Education, uh, is that that they were saying that everybody who's ready should have learners return to school today. And those who are almost ready must just prepare themselves to welcoming those children. We've been hearing all morning about those who are ready and those who are not. But Equal Education is saying, irrespective of whether children are back at school or not, children should continue to receive nutrition as basic education had always committed. Now, uh, General Secretary of Equal Education joins us now on the line. Thank you so much for joining us uh, and welcome to the show, Nongleba. Thank you so much for having us. Dungleto, just give us a sense of what it is, what application was this that you were asking the court to rule on on Thursday? Yeah, so I do want to note that our court application was urgent. Mm. And the judge of the hearing both sides of the story had said to us, look, I'll respond to you as soon as possible. She said what she called as humanly possible. So we don't have a sense of the judgment yet. Okay. But the things that equal education, together with two schools in Limpopo represented by Section 27 and us represented by the Equal Education Law Center were arguing for, um, the first was we wanted clear, comprehensive, and concise plans from across the departments of basic education, together with the National Department of Education, on the ways that schools would roll out the school nutrition program. <clears throat> the reason we thought this was important is that there was no structural or clear sense of how this program would be rolled out in all schools across all provinces. We know that there were variations of this program being rolled out in the Western Cape, for example, and the, the Minister of Education in the Western Cape was backlash from the Department of Basic Education nationally for doing that because the department had argued that during a level five, four, and a level four, sorry, the provision of the rollout of the school nutrition program didn't fall part and parcel of the regulations um, and essential services of that alert level. And what we were arguing is that maybe then the regulations and the directives from COCTA to the Department of Basic Education were unconstitutional. And the reason we thought it important to push on this matter is that the country is experiencing a humanitarian crisis around food insecurity. And if adults and general communities are suffering as a result of no access to food, then the effect for learners is almost three, four times more, and for children in particular. So we were saying that the 6.7 billion rand that's been allocated to this program, this program has been in existence since 1994. When the NEC spoke to the country on the 1st of June, in the first phase of the reopening, they had noted that the food handlers in different schools across provinces have been trained and are ready to work. So the money, the infrastructure, 
is all in place to ensure that this program runs. Then we ran an internal survey to check with our members if they had gotten access to any other food relief programs. And over 80% of people learners that filled in that survey form had said to us they hadn't gotten any food relief during the lockdown period. Okay. So to us, it means that children are hungry. Mm. They want the food they need it. They're prepared to also go to schools. Another thing that cited inside that survey, should the opportunity be available for people to go pick up food parcels or hot meals and stuff in. And so the, the second part of the order, I'm sorry, the second part of the challenge to, to, to the departments was saying, to the courts, we need court or either legislative oversight to ensure that when the department said they're rolling out this program, it is indeed happening on the ground. And these are the two things we put in front of the judge um, on last week Thursday. Right. I want you to just, uh, if you can, maybe just to take a few minutes. I'll take a few minutes as well, because what I want to ask you is that you're referring to level four lockdown, whether in level five, we know that everything had come to a standstill. Should we go back to level five, what this means for what you're requesting and other questions as well? So I'm going to ask also for calls to come through at this point at 891 104207 and also your WhatsApp notes on 0614104107. Just what you think of this particular um, application that is being brought forward by H- Equal Education. We'll unpack that and more after this. It's 1.30 though. Let me go to Utsila Saku for the latest in headlines. Life happens with Pinelo Mutine. Pinelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Thank you so much for staying with us. Before we went to the headlines, we were in conversation with Equal Education, who brought on the 2nd of July an urgent case uh, was brought by Equal Education and two Limpopo schools to ensure that meals are provided to the over 9 million learners who are eligible to benefit from the National School Nutritional Program. And they were asking the North Gauteng High Court to rule on this. And uh, they've just outlined to us what it is exactly they were asking for. Number one, in a comprehensive plan and how how this rollout of food will be done and number two just uh, that there is oversight and in, in, in the fact that it will be delivered and, and somebody looking over that I have got now basic education who have agreed to also be a part of this conversation Mapule Muhube who is a deputy director of the National School Nutritional Program at the De- Department of Basic Education joins us now on the line a very good afternoon Mapule thank you so much for joining us Good afternoon, and good afternoon to your listeners. With regards to the court application that was brought uh, by Equal Education, what are you contesting with regards to that court application as basic education? Uh, Currently, after receiving the court application from Equal Education as a department and as a program, we then look into each and we started writing letters to all the provinces to say that learners that are outside the school, learners that did not report for school, should then be provided with the meal. However, we also caution the school to say that those learners that are coming to school that are not attending any classes, they should also uh, abide by the COVID-19 regulations, the social distancing, the washing of hands, and also all those things. So we put all those uh, measures into place and we communicated to provinces. So from where we are seated as the department, we know that all the provinces and all the, the, the 9 million learners are going to school each morning, but we stagger. They stagger their breakfast. They go there to collect the meal. If learners are unable to come to school to collect the meal, then we have also advised provinces to do the food parcel. And when learners are staying very far from the school, 
We've also said where there are service providers, service providers should also assist with the delivery of the food parcel to the closest school where learners are staying, and then the learners will then collect from those schools. That's that's a letter that you've sent out to the provinces and to the various departments within basic education. What is then your court defence? We are saying as the department, the minister has been saying when learners are at school, it is her responsibility that learners are provided with the mail. And as a program, we are also doing exactly that. When grade 12 and grade 7 learners went to school, and when equal education indicated that those learners should then be given food, then we, we, we also concurred as a department and we started uh, communicating to provinces to do exactly that to provide the meals. Remember, the meals are provided to learners in order to enhance their learning capacity. When we got the Section uh, 27 or equal education letter, we then said, yes, those learners need to get food because there were reasons that were given to the minister. Reasons like learners are coming from poor uh, families and some of them don't have food. And there were also arguments that National Treasury has also given us the funding, the funding that uh, will then take care of, need to take care of all the learners, the 9 million learners. So there was the budget. So based on what we received as a budget for school feeding, we then concur and then started opening all the gates for the learners coming at various schools. Are you saying that from where you stand, um, the nutritional program is only in support of learning? In other words, if we happen to go back to lockdown level five, I'm not saying we will, but if we did, you would then revert back to not feeding learners. Remember, it's not only feeding of learners at the school. We also work as the Department of Social Development. When we receive uh, donors from certain partners in the department, we then redirected all the, the goods that we receive from the partners to go to the uh, social development uh, centers so that learners can then go to those centers and get the food parcel. So if you go back to level five, I think as the department will also sit down and think about a way of doing as we, as we did with lockdown five. During that period, we worked very close to social development. Whatever we received as a donation, we redirected it. So the very same thing will then apply. No, no, I suppose this is exactly the point of, of why you went to court in the first place, to say mm. lockdown or not lockdown, there is no other reason to withhold the food and redirect funds to, to social development, for instance, where they should be held responsible as basic education to deliver the foods to these children. Yeah. So I, I did case in point that inside our learner service, we saw that this didn't happen in the first period of lockdown. So this is one thing. The lived reality on the ground is that that social development isn't able to reach every single one of these 9 million learners. Mm. The second thing is that <clears throat> the Department of Basic Education has created a dashboard where they're able to track the levels of infections in different areas and grade them accordingly. Now, they've also said that in the different alert levels, different grades will be phased in. So as it stands, under level 5, where the virus is high, there's high spread and low readiness to address it, no schools will be open. But what we're saying is that even in those conditions, children themselves should still be able to access the infrastructure to get nutrition. In level four, it says grade 12 and seven and special schools of year four 
are the learners that will be back in school, and we're saying regardless of who's back at school, all learners should be getting access to this uh, program. The scary thing is that in the court case, the Department of Basic Education was in some ways saying the right to nutrition is not intrinsic or inside of the right to basic education. And we found this a little scary because then the notion of what education means in this country is isolated to the traditional road learning that happens inside a classroom between peers and teachers. It doesn't take into account the, the socioeconomic and political landscape of the entire school community. And yesterday, contrary to this kind of sort of um, framing inside court cases, submissions, lectures, engages the Department of Basic Education, in the briefing yesterday, the department said, Schools are a microcosm of communities, so we must be responsive in those ways. This is exactly what we're arguing, though. What we are really needing from our department is, an, is a sense of creativity, of urgency, because this is a human rights issue. There's issues around dignity, there's issues around um, e- e- equality, um, and the provision of, of food for, for children to ensure that they don't stagnate during this period. Mm. So we won't just have lost generations because the schooling system is collapsing. Um, and people on feel on feeling that they're brought along as departments are phased in, but also there aren't provisions of the bare necessities. Um, and, and, and this is something that was created inside progressive policy from 1994, because it's a clear fact. Our country is the most unequal in the world. These kinds of measures aren't nice to have or add on. They all have to be intricate inside the right to, to education. Let so me... the, the last thing, can, can I just say one last thing that bothers me? Sure. Is that on the 8th of June, the department that said, look, we're going to be feeding learners. There's no need for any sort of hoo-ha. Um, and that didn't happen. On the 22nd of June, circulars have gone out to provinces as a result of us having launched this case. And the department responded and said, look, on the 22nd of June, we're launching food programs. We did a quick sweep of investigations across the country and found that learners hadn't in fact been invited to school to get meals. This is why we need legislative bodies to ensure oversight over these kinds of um, sort of proclamation. So, I mean, I'm sitting here weary and I'm listening to um, colleague or comrade from the department and thinking, we sound like we're on the same page, mm-hmm. but the implementation is lacking deeply. And this is something that structurally should be addressed today and not through Twitter posts, through active public plans shared with all of our school communities so that we all have a sense of who's eating and who's not and what kind of measures the school community can then put in place support those learners. Mapula, what I'm hearing is is quite similar yeah. to saying that you are actually on the same page. Your intentions are the same. You're saying that at, at some point you were using uh, social development to de- redirect efforts, but she's saying those efforts were not realized. And, and, and I'm sure what you're saying is the same thing. What I want to ask you is that in then your internal planning, what is recourse? Because social development didn't come through for you. What's your way forward going going on from now? Uh, thank you, Susie. You know, as the department, I also want to go back to the lockdown fight because mm-hmm. uh, someone mentioned lockdown fight. Mm-hmm. When learners are at home, the program was not feeding learners because we feed learners that are at school. And I'm saying currently we have proper plans that we have put in place and we are communicating with provinces that all learners should then receive them. You know provinces with a preparation that are at different levels. There are provinces that are using service providers. The moment they receive the letter from DBE to say we should then resume with the school feeding, they then had to communicate with the people that are delivering the food to school. But every week, weekly, we monitor schools, and if there are problems where learners are not getting meals, we intervene immediately. 
so that then we can also, because our work is not only to monitor, we also support those provinces that are also having challenges, so that we also say to them, can you then do the mandate of the department? Minister has said learners should go to school, and Minister has said learners should be fed. And as a program, we should also abide and do exactly what our principals or senior yes. ministers are saying in the department, that we should feed learners. May, may, so may I just ask you... I'm, I'm just running out of time, uh, Deputy Director. Let me yes, ask you, is, is, am I right in saying I now see the differences? The difference is that you still hold the view that you are responsible for feeding learners only when they are at school because you believe they should be at school. A- am I hearing you correctly? And I'm asking, in the event that everybody goes back to log- level five, do you still hold the view that you're only responsible for when they are at school? When you look at the National Treasury uh, Division of Revenue Act, yes. there is a grant framework for school feeding. The grant framework is clear to say that we feed on all school days. It doesn't say to us we should feed outside the school day. Mm-hmm. So when learners are not at school, it will then make our task very difficult to feed those learners. Okay. Because each day the teachers will also account for learners that are coming to school to come in. So if schools are closed, and then us need to come to school to come and eat. Then we need to rob in everyone, the parents and the teachers, to assist us. And one thing that we also struggle as a department, we don't have, in some of the schools, we don't have proper infrastructure even to prepare the food. Whilst we are feeding them, we know that there are also challenges of infrastructure. But what I want to say to the team is that Currently, the feeding is going on in all the schools and everything is normal. Mapula Mohube is a deputy director of the National School Nutritional Program at the Department of Basic Education. Nungato, when will that court, um, the, 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 the court release its findings or at least uh, order, make an order? When will that come through? What we're hoping in this week, the judge said should work on it as soon as possible. I do just want to note that I'm worried about landslide uh Convictions from Mwapoli, for example, that say everything is happening as it should. Schools are being fed and learners are being fed right now. I mean, she herself has just put down so many complexities of the system. And this is the, the lack of accountability we speak of. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward. To, I'm, I'm looking forward to that <laughs> to that ruling because I think it will it will it will actually clear up quite a few things. Thank you so much for talking to us, Nungleto Madube Dube, who is a general secretary for Equal Education, uh, which uh, presented a, a, an urgent court application on Thursday, asking a North Gauteng High Court to rule on the following things: that basic education offer food to all children, whether they're on lockdown or not, and number two, how exactly they're going to carry that out and they are asking for oversight on that particular process and we'll look forward to that ruling uh, from the North Gauteng High Court uh, hopefully sometime this week.